Hey guys. Hey everybody. It's Faith. I'm here for Get Social Media Done Week. Are you guys excited? I'm really, really pumped for this training. I have a feeling it's going to be really good. I have some mindset stuff, some debrief stuff we're going to do from the last few days. And I have some easy face to camera video ideas for you tomorrow. And I have homework for you and a content planner. I think I can get through all of this in an hour. I'm going to try really hard. Should we like take bets in the chat? Like <laughs> how long we think this will take me? I edited this down from like, I don't even know. Like I edited it down and edited it down and edited it down. I feel like I have the most important things. I feel like I can get through it in an hour. Let's go. Should we do this? How are you guys doing? Yay. I'm so pumped you guys are here. Oh my gosh. I'm getting so excited seeing everybody come in the chat. Say hi if you're watching. I'm going to give you guys the Notion board. Can you guys do me a favor? I'm going to pull this up on my computer. I'm going to drop this in the chat. Can you guys, I'm going to give you the Notion board. It didn't seem distracting last time. I thought everybody did really well. I am going to drop the Notion board in the chat. You don't have to use it. I'm going to go through it in the video. If you just want to watch, that's fine. But if you want to use it to take notes or you want to have it to make notes in later, I'm going to put it in the chat. Can you guys do me a favor? If you know you're going to be hanging out for a while, could you copy that link? Just hit write copy. And then anytime anybody's like, where do I get the Notion board? Could you paste it in the chat for them? <laughs> for our little late, our late friends in the community. You know, we want our late friends to be able to get the Notion dashboard too. <laughs> what did I say last time? I was like, sometimes you are the late friend. If you do it this time, somebody else hopefully will do it for you when you're the late friend. <laughs> Sometimes you're helping the late friend and sometimes you are the late friend. You know what I mean? All right. The Notion dashboard is in there. Hopefully it opens for you guys. I just published it and we'll get into it. I'm going to share my screen. We'll go through all of the things. Let me, let me think how I need to do this. Okay. Think for a second, Faith. I get too excited when I'm talking to you guys. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay. It's Get Social Media Done Week. We're on, this is the second workshop. So we did one workshop on Thursday. The replay is in, I'll show you guys in a second. The replay is in the guide section for you guys. I felt like the Facebook group was getting too cluttered. So I organized it for you. You're welcome. I'll show you in a second. Um, so watch night one if you haven't watched it. However, if you haven't watched night one yet and you're here live, watch lives. Well, you can be in the chat with everybody. You can get your questions answered if anything comes up. It's just more fun, I feel like, to be here live. So if you're here live, be here. The other one will be there for you later. Um, and if you haven't watched the, the first one, just go back whenever you get time and watch the first one. And it's going to help all this, I think, fall into place. Okay. So welcome to night two. You guys are still here. You guys are going strong. I love it. I've been so excited seeing everybody's posts and seeing what everybody's up to. It's been really, really fun. We're going to talk about easy face to camera video ideas you can do. Um, so I know we were doing the B-roll and everybody loves that, but shit's getting real because your face is going to be on camera this week. Oh God. <laughs> Who's like feeling like they're going to throw up thinking about that? <laughs> like, I don't want my face on camera. They're like, I'll take cute B-roll of my dog. That's fine. But I'm not putting my face on camera. We're going to make it super simple for you. I've got some super simple ideas. It's not going to be as scary as you think. 
right? And after you get used to it and your nervous system gets acclimated, is Megan in the chat? I think I saw her. Megan's like my favorite example of this because I remember meeting Megan at one of my events and she did a live intro video and she did EFT tapping because she was so nervous to be on camera. And now she has this TikTok account that's like huge and she posts videos all the time. And I feel like she would tell you the first ones are a lot harder than the ones she probably posts now. Like the first few times, like putting your face on camera and posting, they're a lot more difficult than the ones that you post later on in your career after you've been posting for a year, two years, three years. And so for you guys watching, I really hope your goal becomes that you create the amount of content you need to get that comfort level, right? Where you're able to post day after day and it doesn't feel so hard and it doesn't feel so scary and it doesn't feel so draining and you're able to post and move on and it and you're able to do it sustainably to grow your business that way and to get to that place a lot of it is just practice a lot of it i just made a post to gosh i can't remember who it was i made a post to someone in one of the groups i think it was this group <laughs> like i'm in too many facebook groups about it's not a waste of time to post on social media because you need to build the habit of posting so I don't really care where you guys post right now because for most of you, I just need you to you to build the habit of being someone who posts all the time. And I need you to build that habit to where it's sustainable, where you can do it day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. That's where you really start to see the result is like when you show up and do the work over a long enough period of time, right? And the way that you do that is by making posting a habit. It's just like you just brush your teeth, you post things on your account for your people, and it's not such such a big, hard thing, right? It needs to be, this is why I think a lot of times the over-strategizing really works against people in social media because they're like, I want the algorithm right and I want the hashtags right and I want all this stuff perfect. And they end up outputting so little, they never get the habit of just being someone who picks up their phone and posts and having it not be a big deal, which is what they need to actually make it sustainable to do it long enough to get what the results that they want. So I hope this week you guys will just focus on putting stuff out, being a beginner, being bad at it, not worrying about it all being optimized or doing it the perfect way. Like it's just going to be such a better use of your time to go ahead and get your first post knocked out under your belt. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. I'm going right to this start here section. I have some reminders for all of us. I put all of the trainings in. I'm also doing little mini trainings as I see things in the group or I see questions. I'm making little mini trainings for you guys about them. And I'm putting them in the guide section along with the workshops, along with the notion boards. So if you're looking for the content from Get Social Media Done Week, if you go in the group and you go to the top of the Facebook group, I made this little <laughs> image. You can't really barely see it, right? But here's like the banner for the group. The guide section is right here at the top. So it's like the banner, everybody's cute little faces, and then it says guides. If you click on that, you will see all of the mini trainings. I did a mini training about how we use AI to cut up long, long videos like podcast interviews and make clips. There is a free plan on video.ai and I show you how we use it. It's a very simple tool, but if you're curious how that works or how we do it, it's in the mini training in the guide section, along with the first workshop, the first notion board, everything you could want, everything dreams are made of. <laughs> it's all in the guide section for you guys. Um, and there's some other stuff in there too. I put like how to make an album to put your B-roll videos on your phone, how to enter the giveaway, how to duplicate and edit Notion. If you want just like a 10 minute Faith Mariah tutorial on Notion, it's in the guide section. So that's there for you guys. Um, 
And I also had the team put the audio on the podcast. So the audio is going to go on the podcast. It's only on the podcast this week because we pull it all down. Like this group will get deleted. The audio podcast will be pulled down next week. So just make sure you listen to it. If you want to re-listen to something or you like listening in the car or on the go or whatever, um, those are on the podcast for you guys. And then let's do a little giveaway. Who wants to do a giveaway tonight? Who's feeling lucky in the chat tonight? <laughs> Let's do a giveaway in the chat. So I'm going to do, we're going to have you guys, we do this in the mastermind a lot, share breakthrough, all caps in the chat, followed by your takeaway. So if I say something and you're like, oh, like I really get that or, oh, I needed to hear that or, oh, I just had a breakthrough. I had a takeaway. You type breakthrough, all caps, and then you type your takeaway. If you do that, I'll have the team go on, randomly pick somebody to win. We're not going to like pick, we'll probably pick numbers. What we usually do is we'll just pick a number like one to a hundred or one to whatever. And we'll pick whoever is like that number of comment. So it's not about like the quality of your comment. It's just, and the more comments you leave, the more chance to win. So you guys can enter right now while you're watching, just typing your breakthroughs, all caps and your takeaway. And that's, I like doing this for a couple of reasons. It cements the takeaway in your brain. It signals to your brain like this is important, right? And it also gives people in the community a chance to win from your takeaways or win to learn from your takeaways <laughs> because everybody will listen to the same workshop and we all have different things that hit us, different things that we realize, different realizations. And I think that's so fascinating. And I think it's a huge opportunity for us to learn from each other. So we'll do that right now. So to enter while you're watching, Type breakthroughs, all caps, in your takeaway, just as you're listening. Anything that you want to remember, type it in the chat, and then we'll pick one of you guys to win a VIP ticket tomorrow. And then we're still doing the big outrageous giveaway. The big outrageous giveaway is in the Facebook group. Instructions are pinned to the top of the group in the featured section. So right next to where I showed you guys where the guides are at the top of the group, there's another little button that's like featured, and it's like right right there at the top post. And it has all of the, the instructions for the giveaway, everything we are giving away. And I also linked the post here for you. So you can click on this and it will take you there. We're giving away, I'm doing a one-on-one. There's a one-on-one with my business manager, Rebecca. I'm gonna review, I'm giving away a content review. We're giving away a ring light, a podcast light, my scared to scene program, mastermind memberships, uh, access to the vault. We're giving away a ton of stuff. So just make sure you guys keep entering. Just stack those raffle tickets, like make your goal to stack as many raffle tickets as you can. One of you said to me, you're like, I feel bad, like entering multiple times. And I was like, no, I want you to all enter. Like my dream is that there's like 10,000 entries on that thing. Like in that you guys all post all these videos and like, that would make me so excited. So I'm excited when I see you guys posting on it a lot. I'm not like, oh my gosh, she shouldn't be entering. No one's thinking that. Like the point is to enter a lot. Like that's the point. I'm like, I'm going to bribe you to, I'm literally bribing you <laughs> to work on your business. <laughs> so look, help me help you. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to help you. I want you to get results. I know if you post more this week, you'll get more results. <laughs> so this is my way of helping you out. Enter the contest. Let's see. Oh, audio's on the podcast this week only. Shameless plug. Faith loves podcast reviews. You guys that are listening on the podcast, could you help me out and leave a review? I would super appreciate it. <laughs> so that's my shameless plug for podcast reviews. And the, and the Mastermind is opening November 6th. People have been asking about joining the Mastermind. The Mastermind is a year-long coaching program with me, my team, the co-coaches, community. We do challenges 
every month in there to help you grow your business. We do events in there. You get to be in our bundles, our summits. You get to come to weekly coaching. I coach on Zoom on Tuesdays, and then I do Facebook Q&A on Thursdays. And then I also have a really amazing team of experts and coaches that you get access to in there. And that is opening November 6th. So you can get on the wait list if you would like to join. We might open it for Black Friday, but we might not. And that means this is the last chance to join this year. I, that might be true. I'm, I'm feeling more and more confident that that's true. It's possible we open one more time, but I just wouldn't wait. You should just start now. If you know you need help, come in the mastermind. Okay. Let's go. Are you guys ready for, for a second night? We ready to do this? Everybody listen up. Okay. It's, it's getting serious. It's serious, serious business time. <laughs> I want to talk to you guys really quick about doing a little, doing a little debrief. This is something I do in my business all the time that I teach very, very, very heavily in the mastermind. If you join the mastermind, you get templates for daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly debriefs that I really encourage everyone to do in their business all the time. The reason why is because a lot of times it's easy for us as business owners to get into this thing where we're just kind of doing shit, like we're just doing a lot of shit, but there, it's not necessarily very strategic. We don't necessarily know how we're creating results. This is how you know, like if you're doing this is like if you do a launch and you're like, either you made money or you didn't make money, but you don't know why. Like you're like, I don't know why it didn't work or I made sales, but I don't know how I made them. Or I did this and I got this result, but I don't know why. A lot of that is all signs to me um, that we're not doing enough debrief. And I really teach them. I talk about this all the time, but I'm like, the magic is in the debrief. The answers you want are in the debrief. And so the way I teach it is you want to do action. All actions are created from thoughts and feelings. And so when we debrief, yes, we audit the actions. Yes, we look at the results. But we also want to look at what was I thinking and feeling when I created that result. And I'm going to do this with you guys really quick. I have like a super simple process. And we're going to just go ahead and debrief just from Thursday till now. How did it go? Right. And this is kind of the difference between focusing on I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to post versus I'm just going to post something. I'm just going to figure out how to post something. I don't know my niche. I'm going to wait till later. I don't I don't know what to do yet. I don't I'm not ready to start posting yet versus I'm just going to share something and I'll figure it out. Who do you think is going to get better results in this challenge? Who do you think is going to get better results in the next year? Like a lot of a lot of this too if we don't build awareness around our thinking, you will keep thinking this shit day after day, week after week, month after month and where do you think you're going to be in a year? Right? A lot of people have been thinking, well, I don't know my niche, I don't know when to start, I don't know blah 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 and you've been thinking that shit all year and look where you are. It's the same place, right? Um and I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm saying that because I want to help you get out of that cycle. Okay. And building the awareness is how we're going to do it. So when you're posting, you want to know what was I thinking and feeling to get that post done. And when you don't post, right, when you end up like scrolling on the gram, who's who did some scrolling this week where you're like procrasta scrolling, <laughs> you're like, I'll just look at some dogs for a little bit. <laughs> right? It's the difference between just picking up your phone and posting or when we're procrasta scrolling or we're putting it off or we're like, oh, I'm too tired or, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow or, oh, and it doesn't get done, right? And so the only difference between when you're posting and you're putting stuff out and you're creating versus when you're over consuming and you're being confused and we're being very stuck 
is your thinking. A lot of people try to fix overthinking, over consuming, like not taking enough action with more planning, with more learning. Who's tried to learn themselves out <laughs> of being confused, right? Your brain goes, oh, I don't know my niche. I don't know what to post yet. You're like, let me go research. You're right. <laughs> you start researching, right? But it just usually for most of us creates more confusion, creates more overthinking, creates more overwhelm, right? The difference is like, instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to go research, it's like, I'm just going to post something. I'm going to pick up my phone and post something. It doesn't have to be good. I'm going to be a beginner. I'm willing to be a beginner. It's going to be embarrassing. I'm willing to feel embarrassed. Like those types of thoughts will create the result of you posting more. You going and learning more content systems, more calendars, more content categories, more whatever, doesn't usually create you posting more. It usually creates more overwhelm, more questions, more being confused. You guys seen this, right? And so the key to staying in action is not perfect systems. It's not a different calendar. It's not a different content system. It's not any of that shit. It's not. The key is thinking thoughts that create feelings and actions that create the result of posting more on the Instagram and thinking, I don't know what to post. I'm confused about my niche. I don't know what to do. Doesn't create more posting more. And the solution isn't in researching more because what will happen? You'll get all your answers and you'll feel really good about it for about two seconds. And then your brain will just go being confused about something else because our brains are concerned. Our brains are programmed to conserve energy. Your brain's programmed as for survival to conserve energy. It takes a lot less energy to go consume content and research, right? Some of y'all are research fucking pros at this point, right? It takes a lot less energy to do that than to pick up your phone and think of something to post and to have to put out the energy of processing the negative feelings that come up. That takes a lot more energy. So your brain doesn't want to do that. It's not going to want to do it. And it, and and whose brain does this to them? Your brain knows if it gets you feeling overwhelmed and it gets you feeling confused, you won't do it, right? So it has your number. It's like, oh, we'll just create overwhelm. Oh, you're very confused. Oh, now we don't have to post, right? Who had this happen this week, right? This is all normal human brain stuff. This is not anything to be ashamed of or anything to be embarrassed about. We all have had it happen. It, my brain still does it to me, right? This is all just normal stuff. But since we know we have human brains and we know how they work, then we can be strategic about making a plan to deal with them, okay? So the debrief is a way for us to get awareness around what happened there, right? Because if we never stop and ask what happened there, we don't know. We just know, well, I don't post. I haven't been posting. Or, oh, I posted, but you don't actually know how to replicate that result and keep it up week after week, okay? So don't use this as an opportunity to get out the beating stick and beat yourself up. Stay in curiosity right? Just be curious. Just be like, that's interesting, right? A lot of people will see their negative thoughts and they'll be like, and I'm so, and I can't believe I think that, and I should stop thinking that. And why am I like this? Just leave all that alone. It's just human brain stuff. We're all just going to be curious. Okay. All it means is you have a human brain and, and that's what human brains do. Okay. It doesn't, we don't have to tell any painful stories about it. We don't have to beat ourselves up about it. We're just going to be curious. Okay. So we're going to do a really simple debrief right now about just from Thursday till now, what you guys got done. So I want you guys to ask yourself, tell me in the chat, what went well this week, Thursday, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, what went well with the challenge? Specifically related to the posting, the video posting you guys did. Yeah, your brain is just trying to protect you. I love that breakthrough, Megan. Thank you for sharing that breakthrough. Stay curious. Yes, curiosity will make you guys a lot of money. Shame, the beating stick won't make you guys a lot of money. I always say this about moms because I'm like, moms work their ass off from the second they open their eyes to the second they go to sleep at night. All they're doing is like just doing so much stuff, right, all day. And they will always be telling themselves, I should be doing more. I'm not doing enough. I should be getting more done. Right. And I'm like, if moms could, sh if you could shame and beat yourself up to money, I'm like, moms would be very rich. <laughs> I'm like the shaming, right. It doesn't make you more money. Curiosity will make you money. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Right. I did it fast. I had fun posting. That's a huge win, Wendy. I love that. I recorded B-roll video. Oh my gosh. Yes. I managed to post every day. Batching B-roll went well for me. Awesome. 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 Oh my gosh. These are making me so happy. My post sucked. <laughs> are you saying that's what went well that your post sucked? Or are you saying like, and just so you know, like there's no like, you're like, my post was awesome or my post sucked. It's completely subjective. So there's no like, that's not a fact. That's just a thought. You can think that thought if you want, or you can change it to something more useful. I, instead of saying my post sucked, you could be like, I'm getting practice. I need to practice. I realize I need to practice a lot more, right? Because if you think my post sucked, that probably for most of us after a while will create the result of you not posting as much. But if you're thinking, oh, like I really want to get better at this. I need more practice. That will create more output for you. I posted consistently three times per day without mind drama. Oh my God. That's like a huge win, right? Yeah, I was actually on vacation this weekend and didn't post so many. I'm not making that mean anything. I think that's still a win, right? Sometimes taking time off is a win. So then tell me the next question is what could have been better? <laughs> you guys tell me in the chat what could have been better. You want to think about while well, you guys are typing that out. I want you guys to think about when, when you're thinking about what went well, you want to get really specific about what were you thinking and feeling when you got that outcome. So being able to joy, enjoy your vacation and not beat yourself up for taking time off. What were you thinking? What were those thoughts that created that result? And you want to know that because then you can replicate it, right? So if you're just thinking, oh, my, my business is still growing, everything's working versus I'm not posting enough. I should be posting more. I, I'm, this is never going to work. I really need to be more dedicated right? It, it creates a whole different experience on your vacation. This is why I love coaching the mindset stuff. Cause I just think it's so interesting. Like your experience building your business can be radically different based on the stories you're telling yourself, what you're focusing on, what you're thinking, right? If you're learning new things and you're telling yourself, um, my post sucks, my content sucks, this all sucks. Uh, you're going to have a much different experience building your business than someone who's like, oh, I just learned this cool new thing. I'm getting better all the time. I'm just going to keep practicing. I'm not as good right now, but I'm getting better. I know next year I'm going to be way better, right? They're going to have a totally different experience building their business than the first person just because of their thinking, not because they're getting any magical results or anything. And I think that's so interesting because there's a lot of things we can't control in business, but you do get to control your experience that you have while you're building a business. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you were sick. Oh, 
your glam baby is that your grandbaby was sick i felt drained yeah i feel you i was been sick too and it's it is very draining i made a chunk of pinterest pins and forgot about them so i didn't post them yeah yep you just want to look and remember we're just being curious we don't got to feel bad about any of this stuff this is just good information for us to know as business owners so as as a boss i always tell the mastermind i'm like you put your ceo boss hat on and you sit down and you're like what's working and what do we need to improve on Right. And so maybe it's like, okay, I need to put on my schedule next week to post the pins that I make. Whenever I make pins, I need to make sure that I put them on the calendar. Right. Or if you're like, oh, I just like really felt drained. It's like, okay, maybe I need a plan for when I'm sick, what I'm going to do. And you can start problem solving these things right away instead of what most people do in their business is they let problems go on and on and on and on and on. Right. And I'm always like, the universe will give you the lessons you need. You want to learn them fast. Right. So that way the universe isn't giving you the same lesson over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, can the universe bring you a lesson? You learn it right away, make a plan, implement and keep it moving. That's how you'll be in a completely different place every 90 days in your business. Right. In the mastermind, we talk about really trying to focus on each quarter, moving the business forward. To do that, we have to be looking at like, how did I show up today in the business? Was I focusing? Did I get enough? Did I get done the things I needed? Did I overlook anything? What could have been better? And doing these debriefs as far as like, what went well, what could have been better? It's so simple, but taking the time to do it will get you faster results. It'll help you keep your mindset in check. And then you just want to be looking the results that you created that you liked. What were you thinking that got you the result when you actually picked up your phone and posted without drama? What were you thinking? Right. And then the results that you didn't like where you were procrastinating, scrolling or you weren't getting it done or you didn't end up posting. What were you thinking then? And that way you can just start building awareness around how your thoughts impact your results. OK, don't use that against yourself. Right. A lot of times we'll, we'll talk about this in the mastermind. It's like we do all this thought work and there's so much self-awareness in there. People start getting freaked out. I'm like, you don't need to be scared of your thoughts. You would just want to know that they do impact your results. And that way you can you can be more aware of them, right? And be more diligent about them. So then I would just ask you, like, what would you redirect to instead? We're going to do some, I'm going to do this at the end with you guys, because we're going to do some planning for the upcoming week. But I would go back and do this debrief with yourself in a serious way. I know we just did it in the chat, but I would go through this notion board and ask yourself what's going good. I would ask yourself every day at the end of each work day or each work block you do, or however you're doing your office hours, what went well, what could have been better, and just zoom in on what you were thinking and the results you were creating in that time. And if you do that, every time you work, you're going to be blown away at how much shit you can get done. Okay, that's that. So that's the debrief from this last week. Okay, we're going to talk about face to camera videos tonight. I want you guys to build the habit of posting regularly, and I want you to build the skill of talking on camera. I like the B-roll videos. I think they're good to have in your pocket. I think they're good for practicing posting. I think they're good for trying out different themes and content ideas. And like, if you don't feel like posting or you're sick or you don't want your to go on camera, I think it's good to have stuff like that that you can just pull out that's easy to post. And that way you don't really ever have an excuse not to post anything, especially if you have a whole album of B-roll stuff you can just pull from real quick, right? And so that's why I wanted to get that first. I wanted to start getting the habit of posting, right? Getting the experience posting stuff. If you haven't done those B-roll videos, I really suggest you do them. And then the next step is we're gonna put our face on camera. 
Okay. I think that this is a very, very valuable skill to have if you want to sell things online. I understand what it feels like to not want to talk on camera, to not want to be seen. I used to have terrible anxiety. I think I told this story last week, but I used to have terrible anxiety about being on camera. I would like cry and shake and it was very embarrassing. And I just kept doing it until I got used to it. I was in no fucking world good at being on camera, naturally good at being on camera. I had severe anxiety about talking, about being seen, about the way I talk, how I sound, swearing. Like I just felt like, like this is just not for me, right? But I just realized to have the life I wanted and to have the business I wanted and to have the impact I wanted. And there was part of me that really wanted to help people. And I just started realizing I can write these stories, you know, in email. I can write this stuff on a blog post, but it's just not the same as them hearing it from me. And I had to get really honest with myself and be like, look, Faith, like if you mean this, if you really want to make a lot of money, have a big impact have this vision for this life that I had, if you really mean that and you really want that, this is going to help you get there. And I was like, the only thing between the life that I want and where I am now is just being willing to do a bunch of uncomfortable stuff. And I just almost saw it as like my own little mountain of like being on camera, right? And I just started doing it a little bit at a time. I used to just do Snapchat, which is very similar to Instagram stories. And I would just talk into my phone and I hated it. I hated it. It was the worst, right? And now, cut to now, I'm live on camera for hours every week between coaching and my programs and my clients. Um, and I love it. I wouldn't change the community for anything. I feel like the luckiest fucking person on earth to have the students that I have, to have the community I have, to have so many wonderful, inspiring people around me all the time. And I don't think I would get to have that if I hadn't been willing to experience the immense amount of discomfort that I felt being on camera. And being on camera for some of you might not be that bad. That might not be the one, but there will be another immense something of discomfort that comes for you. Like all of us are going to have our own little discomfort mountain that we have to scale to get the business that we want. Right. And I just want to offer to you, if this feels really hard, I understand. Right. I totally understand. I'm not minimizing it. I understand what that feels like. I remember, I can't even tell you how clearly I remember that feeling in my body still now to this day, okay? And we can do it. Like we can just acclimate to it a little at a time. You don't have to do it all right now. I didn't start out going on camera and doing two hour live trainings, <laughs> right? I was just doing Snapchat clips in my house. And then as I got better, then I started doing live video for like one minute. I would think of something. I was like, okay, I think I could teach him this, <laughs> get myself all ramped up. And I go live for literally like one minute. <laughs> right. I remember the first time I went live for five minutes, I was like, oh my gosh, I am like, I'm a star. <laughs> and we can all laugh about this now because it's like a joke in the mastermind that all my calls are almost like fucking three hours long and everything takes me forever to say. And I can talk about this stuff literally for hours and hours and hours and hours. Right. And so I just hope that story is like expansive to some of you that like, it is just a skill. If you don't like being on camera or you don't like talking, it's just a skill. It's just practice. Like I was saying, it's just like getting in the pool and swimming and doing, it's just, you haven't swam enough laps yet. That's all it is, right? It's just practice. So we want to build the habit of posting regularly and talking on camera. I think it has like I think it will really help you with sales. I think it will help with community building. I think it will help people trust you. I think it will help people get to know you. And I think it will give you an opportunity to become a better and better leader over time.
right? You're going to get better at going on camera by doing it, not thinking about it. Everybody who's like, where are my like obsessive content planners at where you all like plan everything out? You can plan everything out as long as you execute on it. And I have a whole rant about that at the end because I'm going to give you a content planner for this week. Um, but you've got to get good at by doing. So you get better at posting by posting. You don't get better at posting by thinking about posting. You don't figure out how the algorithm works or what you like posting or what people respond to by thinking about it and consuming other people's content. You can only figure that out by you making a lot of content. Like I'm talking about, I want you guys being like little content machines. Like I just want you guys posting and making a lot of stuff and that will give you a lot of practice, right? So if we think about all the people watching right now on the challenge, let's say three of them take this advice and they post three to five times a day, every day for the next six months. And let's say they just, they really do it. They really like just start posting all the time. Like, do you think they're going to be better at making content? Or do you think it'll be better the people that are waiting to figure out their niche, still don't know what they want to post about, they're trying to figure out their perfect business name, they're wanting to learn the hashtags first, they're like, I really need to figure out the algorithm. Who do you think is going to make money first? Like, who do you think is going to make money first, right? It's like the, the people that go get the skills, the people that, that make money are the people that get in the game and start getting the skills. You guys do not have time to waste. Like, there are so many skills. You need to be fucking good. I'm going to be straight with you guys. And I told you, I gave you guys tough love on the last one too. I was like, this stuff is way harder than most people will tell you guys. And that's just the truth. The amount of skill level that you need right now is very high. You need to be good at web design, at marketing, at social media, at product design. Like these are all skills people go to college for, for years to learn, right? These are not like things people learn in like a week, right? It takes a lot of repetition and a lot of doing. And you do need all of those skills and you need them at a high level and you do not have time to waste. You do not have time to waste. You need to get to getting. <laughs> I'm like, if you're gonna wanna do this, I wanna help you and I want you to win. And I know the best way to help you win is to help you get the skills that you need as fast as possible. And I don't know how to do that if people aren't willing to do the reps. And social media for most of you is gonna be a skill you need unless you're gonna pay money for ads for most people, not everybody and not, you know, I'm not like about rules and all that stuff, but I'll just tell you, I think it's a very, very valuable skill and you're going to figure out how to do it and how to do it quickly and how to save time and how to be good at it by doing it. Not by thinking about doing it. I'm always like thinking the thinking creates more thinking, creates more confusion, creates more overwhelm. It's always, it has to be thinking fine and learning fine, but it has to have action with it has to be thinking and action and learning and action. It cannot be thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and then going to take action and then going back and researching and researching and thinking and thinking. It has to be with action, equal amounts of action. <laughs> okay. What is that? There's some quote that's like the, the answers you want are like in the work you're avoiding or something. Anybody know? <laughs> it's that quote is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's going to let people get to know you. People are more likely to buy from people you know. So think about like, does anybody follow Kate Doster in here? Kate's a good friend of mine. She was a business coach and a mentor to me, and she's a friend of mine. And if Kate came out with a new, let's say Kate came out with a new, like, I don't know, like amazing funnel program course, I would buy it. If, I would probably buy anything she put out because I just love her and I, I always learn from her and I think she's brilliant, right? Versus like, if I don't know somebody and I just end up on a random sales page for like a funnel builder, I'm probably not going to buy because I don't know that person. 
right? And like, granted, Kate's a friend of mine, but I started just by following her on social media and being in her programs and listening to her podcast. And then I went to one of her webinars, right? And then I bought her course. Does that make sense to you guys? So think about the difference when you guys buy, when you're buying from people, you listen to their podcasts or you went to their training or you've consumed something of theirs or you follow them on Instagram and then they come out with something new. You're like, oh yeah, I want that. Versus if you're just bought, like it's just a random ad for something, you're not going to be as likely to buy it. Your people like buying from people they know. Let's see. Yeah. And then I would put this here too. Start by recording in one take and then add text and music like you did with the B-roll. So you're going to be talking. You're going to, I'm going to, I have some like easy ways for you guys to do this, but you're going to talk in your phone and you're going to say, here's a pep talk for you, or here's the tip for you person. And then you're going to put some like little music behind it. You got to make your voice loud and the music down low so that they can hear you talking. And then you're going to put text. So it's only one more step than the B-roll videos you guys already did. So don't let your brain freak you out and tell you you don't know how to do this and tell you you're confused. It's just picking up your phone, saying, I don't care what you say because I just want you to post something to build the habit of posting, right? It's easier to do something when it's a habit. It's easier to go to the gym when you just go to the gym every morning and you've been doing that for years. You don't even think about it versus the person like me who's trying to get back into working out. It is a lot harder. It takes a lot more energy for me to go out and do my workout. It's not part of my routine. It's not... Um, a habit for me at all. I'm out of the habit. I'm in the habit of specifically avoiding it. <laughs> right. And so you want to build that habit of being someone that posts. So don't let your brain tell you, you don't know how to do it. And it's very complicated. You guys have just been doing this. We're at all we're doing is adding in talking now. Right. But it's still just with a little bit of music and a little bit of text. It's not that different. Don't overthink the hook. This is something like I hear people say a lot lately and I don't know like where this is coming from, but it's like, I need to know like the hooks. Like, how do you say, like, what exactly do you say in the beginning? You guys will figure out what works for you and how you like to get people's attention and what works for your audience by trying a thousand different ways of starting videos. You just try a bunch of different stuff and eventually you'll be like, this feels natural to me. This is how I like to say it right? There's stuff like, like my friend Coraline does tons of Instagram. There's, there's stuff like she says in the way she says that just does not feel natural to me. And if I tried to do it the exact way she did it, it would sound weird and stupid. <laughs> so if you don't want to sound weird, <laughs> you just want to find ways of talking that feel natural to you and sound like you, right? Is it a good idea in the beginning to say something and get people's attention? Sure. But if you focus too much on that, what I find happen is people go to this thought of like, I need to get the hook perfect. I want it to be really good. I want to make sure like blah, 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 blah. And they put so much pressure on it. It makes them not want to post. Who's done this in their social media? Tell me the truth. I'm like, y'all better confess. We've all done it, right? It's like you put, you build it up and you make it such a big deal. And then it feels like, oh my God, it feels like so much pressure. And you, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to pick up my phone and talk. I don't know how. <laughs> Right. So we want to keep the pressure low. The stakes are low. It's this is a minimal. This is like it doesn't take a long time. I'm not asking you guys to invest tons and tons of time. Right. I'm asking you to specifically develop systems that you can post that don't take a long time that are fast. Right. And you're not risking time. We're not wasting time here. This is not a huge time effort. This is not a big deal. The stakes are very low. Tell yourself the truth about that. The stakes are low. We do not need this to be good. We do not need this to be perfect. We just need to get the habit of getting it done. Okay. Just get it done. <laughs> Everybody write that on a post-it note, <laughs> put it on your phone. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, partner with negative emotions to get it done. So some of you, when you pick up your phone and you have to talk with your face to your camera, it's going to feel cringy. It's going to feel embarrassing. You're going to feel stupid. You're going to feel, I don't know what else you guys feel. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel like you don't know what to say. You're going to feel all those things. It's okay. It's okay. This is how I talk myself through that. Okay. I literally go in my brain. I'm like, it is okay. Faith. You is, this is just embarrassment. You feel embarrassed. It's just a feeling. Like we got this, we can feel embarrassed. It's okay that you feel embarrassed. It's okay that you feel that way. It's okay, right? Versus like, oh my God, I feel so embarrassed. I wanna die, I can't do this. What's happening? It's just like, it's okay. Yeah, we feel embarrassed. It's embarrassing. We're learning something new. Sometimes when you're learning something new, you feel embarrassed. But I'm still proud of you for trying. We're gonna move it forward. You're gonna have to give yourself those pep talks. Some of you are gonna have to seriously give yourself some pep talks this week. If you haven't been putting your face on, on camera, you might have feelings come up about that, okay? So the last thing I'm gonna say before we get into the content stuff is I want you guys to sell yourself on why it's useful to be repetitive. Megan brought this up in the group and I thought it was like a great, great thing to talk about. And she was saying, you know, I feel like I have to have something new to say every time. You don't. You guys need to be saying the same things over and over and over. First of all, people learn through repetition. Right. And, and you guys are helping coach people through things that are hard. Otherwise they're not going to pay you to help them. Right. Most of the people that are willing to hire you have struggled with this for a long time. They've tried to get in shape on their own. They tried to start a business by themselves. Like they tried to do whatever it was that you're helping them with. And they've probably failed at it probably more than one time by the time they come to you. Right. And they need to hear like for Megan, she was talking about, um, budgeting right on her on her content and so it's not like i can tell somebody hey every once in a while you're gonna mess your budget up it's it is okay what matters is that you recover from it and that you get back on the wagon and you just go right back to it one mistake doesn't have to end up throwing the whole budget out and now we don't even want to look at our money and we can't even think about it for months and months and months it's like don't let one mistake derail everything it's like just forgive yourself for the mistake and get right back to it. If I'm telling somebody that that just started budgeting for the first time and maybe is trying to get out of a lot of debt or has a lot of difficult life stuff going on, it's not like I tell them that once and they're never they never need to hear that. They need to hear that like every other minute of the day probably, right? That like just keep going. Like every little progress is still progress. Like you can keep going. As long as you stay in the game, you'll get the outcome you want. It's just a time piece. Like, don't throw it all out. Just keep your head in the game. You could just say that to them every day. You don't have to have something new and crazy to say every day, right? Because people need the repetition of it. They need to hear it a lot, right? They need to hear your message over and over and over and over again. How many people are in the mastermind? How many times have you guys heard me say the same shit? <laughs> like a thousand times. <laughs> we talk about the same stuff all the time because the things that we're doing are, are simple, but they're they're difficult, right? It's It's hard to believe that your business is gonna work when your revenue is down or your launch has failed or your your um somebody said something rude to you online or your husband is telling you your business is a bad idea it's hard to keep your belief up right and so i have to talk to them about generating belief and how to do that and and, and i have to talk to them about it a lot not one time it's not like i tell them one time and they're like never going to struggle with believing in themselves again 
bullshit. They're going to, they're going to struggle with that like five minutes from now. So first of all, all of you have things that you need to be talking about all the time that people need to hear. And here's, here's another, like just harsh reality that I think is like very, very true from coaching a lot of women. There's a lot of women and a lot of people in general that do not have people in their life saying good shit to them. There's might not be anybody else in their life saying you can get out of debt. It's possible. They might not have anybody else telling them, hey, like your business could work. This, I think you could do it. There might not be anybody else saying that to them. Right. And so I just think of like, I have a platform. Let me say some good shit to people. It's not about me being super clever. It's not like me. Oh, let me go on camera and show them how smart I am and how clever I am. Right. It's like, let me just say some simple good shit to them because there might not be anybody else reminding them. There might not be anybody telling them that they think their business is a good idea and that they should keep after it and that they can create results. Right. And so for all of us, like, I just want you to sell yourself on the idea that like you can say the same thing over and over and over again, because when people are doing things hard, they need encouragement and they might not have anybody else encouraging them. That might be the only encouragement that they get. Okay. So I think it's okay to be repetitive. I think simple things are often very, very powerful, right? Don't put this weird pressure on yourself of like, I need to say something clever and smart. Like nobody cares about that. They care about like your heart and like what you really think and what you really feel about people and just go on there and level with people, right? Tell them like, I think you can, I think you're doing a good job. Even if no one has told you, even if you failed a thousand times, like the fact that you're here and you're still watching this and you're still trying, like tells me you're doing a good job. You can just say that every day. You don't have to say something new. You don't have to say something new to them. Okay. And so don't be scared of being repetitive. And then the other thing is like with the algorithm and stuff now, most people aren't going to see your stuff anyway. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, you could say the same thing in an email and an Instagram reel and a Facebook group. And like, you know, only 30% of people are going to open that email. 70% of your list hasn't seen it. So maybe they'll see it on Instagram. Maybe they'll see it in the Facebook group. Maybe they'll see it somewhere else. And then Instagram's not showing hundred percent of your followers, all your stuff either right? They're only going to show a little sliver of people your stuff. So we really need to be like saying the same things all the time. And you're going to feel like a parrot and that's okay. All right. Let's talk about some simple strategy ideas. I want to talk to you guys about stealing content ideas. <laughs> you guys ready? <laughs> Is this where faith gets, am I going to get canceled on the internet? <laughs> Look, everybody, nobody confused what I'm saying. Okay. Here, it's right here. Do not steal other people's ideas and work and pass them off as your own. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. So we're going to talk about like how to ethically steal content ideas, credit the people you learn from. So I have this in the next section. We're going to talk about the phases of content creation, right? It's going to, when you start out, you're going to be kind of par parroting ideas that you learn from other people. And that's totally fine. You just want to say, Hey, I was listening to a podcast with so-and-so and they were talking about this. And I thought that was such a good reminder. I had to come on here and tell you guys, and you can even tag that person and they might even reshare on their account. Okay. But you want to make sure if you are saying an idea that you heard someone else say, and you want to share it with your audience, that's totally legit. It's totally fine. You just have to credit where you're getting your stuff from. Okay. Where it becomes like sketchy and weird is like when people try to pass their stuff off 
as their own idea. Now with you guys, what I see mostly isn't you guys stealing ideas. It's that you guys are so scared that you might accidentally scare, like steal someone's idea that you're scared to say anything. Cause you're like, I don't want to rip people's work off. And I'm saying it's completely fine to credit people's work and say, I heard somebody say this and I thought it was great. Right. I do this all the time. I do it all the time in the podcast. I do it all the time in the mastermind. Right. I'm like, Oh, this wasn't my idea. I heard it from so-and-so go listen to their podcast, right? And I'll send people to my coaches and my mentors and the people I've learned from. We're all gonna learn from different people. So I just wanna give you guys permission. It's okay to share things with people as long as you credit your sources. Just like in academia, right? I used I got a master's degree and I had to write all these research papers. So I'm not making all of the research myself. I'm kind of compile, compiling everybody's research to make my argument. And then I'm citing the sources of where I got that data from. Does that make sense? So it's kind of the same. So this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to look for accounts that have good hooks or interesting content. I think it can be really helpful for you guys to follow people outside your niche. So I posted the girl that does the personal finance reels. She's really good at doing her hook. She has like a whole little intro where she's like, I'm Vivian, you're Reach BFF and blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, she'll be like, and make sure you follow me for more. And she's just very, very good at promoting her account, right? And so even if you're not in the personal finance niche, you can learn from watching her. And I think it is very beneficial for you guys to follow people that are getting the outcome you want and look at what they're doing. So I would follow people that are getting followers, that are making sales. I'm gonna keep talking with my hands and I keep getting these bubbles. <laughs> are getting followed. What outcome do we want here? We want to get more followers. We want to have an engaged community and we want to make more sales. And so look for accounts that are getting those results and follow them and ask yourself, what are they doing? And how could I do that? How could I do something similar? So it's not that you're going to steal her intro, right? You're not going to like steal her hook, but maybe it gives you an idea of how you could have a really strong hook and intro and how, what it would sound like. And I think it's also helpful to hear people talk in this format. This is a short form video format. Watch people that are good at it. Watch what they're doing, right? Watch people in the community that have big accounts. Watch people. And I, I think you guys should post, oh, I put it here, share your accounts you think are killing it. Post them in the group so we can all follow them, right? And um, let's see, do they have a unique outro? Do they have a new intro? Are they really good at explaining things? You want to start watching accounts and like looking at like, what are they doing and how could I do that in my content? And I think that, that that will help you guys more than like a lot of these like Instagram courses and all this stuff. It's like, look at what people are actually doing and then make it your own. Like you do it in your own way, right? And integrate it into your content. If you guys see somebody doing a really good idea, like I put in there, um, I put in the group, I did a pep talk from Charlie, who's my dog, right? And it was like a business pep talk from like, I think I called him the CFO of Naps and Snacks. And I was like, it's a pep talk from the CFO of Naps and Snacks. And he was like, hey, like keep believing in your dream. <laughs> and then I saw Megan do the same thing. And hers was about personal finance, right? So if you, do you see that on your, on a, if you see someone post content, you want to be asking yourself, oh, how could I make a version of that? They're doing a pep talk from their dog. I could do a pep talk for, uh, from my dog. Like, what would that be about? It's not like you're stealing their content or stealing their ideas. And a lot of social media is like this. I just want to give you guys permission to like borrow inspiration from other people because a lot of you guys are really, really scared of it. 
right? And a lot of social media is trends. Like if you go on TikTok, you'll see thousands of creators doing the same trend, doing the same kind of format of video. So just think about it as like being on trend, contributing to the community, putting your spin on it. If you see someone do a pep talk from their dog or doing a, you know, the top three things I hate about whatever, you can be like, oh, I could do a version of that, right? Now here's the next part. You To do this, I want you guys to like follow some accounts and go on there and with your boss brain thinking, how can I make this work for my business? And I don't want you to fall into the consumption trap. Here's how you do this. <laughs> if you go spend time looking at videos for inspiration, your ass better post a video. <laughs> Okay. You do not have my permission to go scroll and just watch TikTok for an hour. Like, no, like you need to watch, get ideas, pick up your phone and make a draft. Okay. You don't have to post it right there. You can make a whole folder of drafts. We're going to talk about that. Pick up your phone, make a draft of the video. Then you can go scroll to the next one. You do not have my permission to just sit there and watch videos and then tell yourself you're working on your business. The only thing that counts is output. Consumption doesn't count anymore. Consumption does not count anymore. If I want to learn a new skill in my business, I have to find extra time in my calendar to do that. I don't have working time to go take courses and certifications, which I regularly do take courses and certifications. I do it on the weekend. I do it before work. I do it after work. But I have bills to pay. I have to be doing revenue generating activity in my working time. And I want to offer that to you guys to start thinking about your business that way. If you want to spend time taking courses and consuming content and watching videos or doing whatever, that's fine. That's extra time in addition to your work hours that where you work on your business, right? Working time, working out, office hours. <laughs> okay, so don't fall into the consumption trap. Don't be going scrolling, telling yourself you're working on your business. That shit's not going to fly here with Faith Mariah, okay? That doesn't fly here. We don't do that here, okay? The only thing that counts is output. So I like to favorite reels that I wanna recreate or if they have sounds I like or they have hooks. So on Instagram, I'm sure TikTok probably has this too where you can just favorite videos. I use that as like a little Faith Raya inspiration folder. So if, and especially if I were trying to crank content, like I don't have the pressure of having to crank content the way you guys do because I have a team and people to help me, right? But if I was just starting from nothing and I was at ground zero, I would be cranking out content and I would save all of my ideas. And then when I needed something to post, I would just go in that little inspo folder on Instagram or on TikTok, look at my favorites and be like, okay, yeah, let me use this sound. Okay, yeah, let me use this hook, right? So you can save your favorite ones on there and then go back through and make them. Just make sure you're not using this to procrastinate. Y'all get me? And then in the Facebook group, can all of you guys share accounts you think are killing it with their content in the group so we can follow? So I post Vivian, my rich BFF. I think she's lovely and cute and she has great hooks and just a great engaging way of talking about topics. Um, and if you guys know anybody like that, where you're like, oh, like they're really, really good at intros or, oh, they have such good hooks or, oh, it's so catchy and it's fast, like post in the group so we can all watch and learn from them. Post your favorite people. Okay, let's talk about this. Stages of leadership and building expertise. This is important for everybody to understand too. So like I already did this rant a little bit, but having an online business requires a lot of different skills, a lot of different skills. 
you learn the skills that you need by doing. So these are skills that are like riding a bike. So if you come to watch me tell you how to ride a bike, it might help you a little bit, but at a certain point, you're still going to have to go practice and you're probably going to have to fall off a few times. <laughs> That's a weird analogy. I don't know. But the only way you ride a bike is by doing, right? I could tell you how to swim. Like you're going to put your hand here and then you're going to do this and you're going to feel like this and you're going to breathe. But until we get in the pool, you're not really learning. You don't really learn until you go do it. So I really think social media, marketing, sales, a lot of these skills that you guys need, you learn by doing. So the way we do in the mastermind is they go do, they do their debrief, and then they come to the calls and get support. But I'm not just going to coach them endlessly if they're not in the pool doing stuff, right? If you're doing stuff and you're invested and you have results and you bring me data, you bring me stuff from your launch, you bring me whatever, I'll help you, right? If you're having thought drama, I can help you get started. But I'm not just going to coach you endlessly if you're not taking any action. It has to be both things. Sharing face to camera videos are going to help you guys get better at teaching. So some of the main skills I think you need to be successful online is you need to be good at teaching, good at getting people results. You need to be good at posting on social media. You got to be catchy, right? Entertaining, interesting to watch. Um, and I think that you can get better at teaching and by doing social media, by doing these face to camera videos, you're going to be getting the skill of telling people ideas. It's a very valuable skill. And you're going to get the skill of being on camera, being seen, and you're going to get the skill of figuring out the algorithm, what works and how to grow an account. You're going to get those skills by doing these videos, by posting a lot of them. Like I'm talking like hundreds of them, not like three of them, right? Like a lot, like for a long time. That's how you're going to get the results you want. People pay a premium price for expertise. So let me talk, I'm going to talk about that in the next one, but let me show you, I want to talk about these stages of thought leadership and building expertise. So there's like stage one, which is just passive consumption. That's like where you're just watching TikTok or you're just watching Instagram and you're thinking, maybe I want to have a business, right? But you're not really thinking about content yet. Now I'm asking you guys to go to this next stage. You're going to consume and you're going to start thinking about the content. So you're not just watching. Now we're like watching and we're like, what is this creator doing? Like, what are they doing well? What would I do different? Um, what is engaging about it? What is good that they're doing? What do I like about what they're doing? You're going to start consuming it and thinking about the content like a business owner. Okay. Then you're going to start sharing your own content. So now we're not just consuming. Now we're sharing. We're sharing content and you're sharing with other people's ideas with credit. So you're going to start saying, hey, I was reading this book by so-and-so and he said, blah, 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 blah. I thought this was so helpful and it made me think about this or it made me think about whatever, right? And you're going to share content with other people's ideas. And then eventually after you consume a bunch of other people's own other people's ideas and you share a lot of those other ideas, you're going to start coming up with your own way of saying things. You're going to start building on that expertise that you have and that knowledge. And you're going to start saying, you know, so-and-so says this, but I really think it's this, right? And this is why. And then you start having your own unique frameworks, your own unique thoughts and ideas. Okay. But we're not going to start up here. A lot of people are just trying to start here. It's like, no, we got to go through all of these little phases, right? Of like moving up the ladder. Okay. So for a lot of you, it might just be starting to consume and thinking about the content and then starting to share other people's ideas. And this is fine. This will come after you have posted a lot of other people's content and talked and learned a lot of other people's ideas and learned a lot of other people's frameworks and applied them a lot 
and talked to a lot of clients and made a lot of your own content, then you get to hear, right? And this is where like things really start to get interesting, I think, in business, right? And this is where you can actually start making a lot of money because you can start developing your own solutions to problems that didn't exist before, right? It's like a whole new way of, of doing a morning routine, a whole new way of doing goal setting, a whole new way that people can um, get weight and keep it off. It's a whole new way of thinking about it, a whole new framework that didn't exist in the world before that came from your brain. And that's where the best business ideas come from, right? But they start with with here, with learning like what are what are other people already teaching? What are other people's ideas we already have? And you teaching those. And then over time through teaching and teaching and teaching and sharing and sharing and sharing, you'll start developing your own ideas and become a thought leader. And that's really my goal for everybody in the community. Social media is designed to keep you at phase one. This was the reason I really wanted to put this on here is like the algorithm and the apps are designed for you to do this. Just stay on there and scroll. And you're going to have to make a decision that you're going to become someone who consumes social media like a thought leader. And that means you're going to have to be critical about the things that you consume. You're going to have to be aware of the amount of time you're spending on the app. And you're going to have to resist going down the scroll hole because that's what the apps are designed to do. They're designed to just keep you on there, passively consuming, going like that. Okay. And that is not where we want to be as a thought leader. You've got to, at least if you're consuming, at least be critically thinking about it. Okay. And I have a little process because of course I do <laughs> to help you with the, the uh, content consuming. Okay. And then I just wanted to add too, you're not locked in the expertise you have right now. Another mistake I see a lot with new online business owners is they just want to take the things that they know right now and make a business out of that. And that's fine. But like a lot of times they don't really have enough expertise in that area necessarily. So it's like you either need to find an area where you can get expertise or become really good or develop your skills and become like the best of the best, right? And it might take time, right? But that all of that can happen over time. You're not locked at like the level you are now. You can always go get a certification, you can go to school, you can get a degree, you can do whatever you need to do to get the knowledge and the information you need to have the business that you want and be able to get people the results that you want. Okay. So this is, I see people in two stages. Okay. We're getting, and we're getting there. I'm almost through this. And then we're going to talk about making your videos. I promise. So there's, I see people in two stages. There's the first group where they have deep expertise in teaching. You guys tell me in the chat if you're one or two. One is like, you guys have certifications. You maybe you've done in-person stuff. I have a lot of people that were like teachers in person for a long time, but now want to do online. People that have really deep expertise in something, they just need the marketing piece. And then I have people in group two, they don't necessarily have expertise. They want to develop expertise and they don't have marketing. So tell me, are you one where you have expertise, but you just need the marketing or are you both? Two, put a two in the chat if you need the expertise and the marketing. I'm curious where you guys are at. Yeah. So some of you guys need both, right? Some of you guys know both. One, one, one. I'm a copywriter in group one. Yeah. So this is going to work for both of you. Okay. If you already have the expertise, you might not have to do as much of consuming other people's stuff because you already kind of know the foundations of your area. If you don't, then you're going to do this first step. Okay. So if you don't have expertise, all my little twos in the chat, listen up, you put a two in the chat. I need you to listen. If you don't have expertise yet, I want you to start implementing a daily learning practice. 
I either want you to listen to a podcast while you walk your dog, do an audiobook while you're driving in your commute, listen to a course module at the gym, five minutes of reading first thing when you wake up. I don't care what it is, but every day you need to be growing your expertise. You're going to consume content. This is consuming like a leader. So you're, it's not just listening to the podcast. This is the important part. You're going to listen to the podcast and then you're going to take notes about what you learned and think about applying it to the group of people you want to help. And you're going to write what you learned, your takeaways, right? What did you learn? Think about if every podcast you listen to, every page you read, everything, if you took notes about exactly what you learned, how much more of that you would retain, right? And then I'm going to give you guys a bonus training. I knew I wasn't going to have time tonight, but I'm going to give you a bonus training about how I organize my notes. My suggestion is that you make these notes and you start tagging them. And that way you're going to grow your own little information database of different things you've learned from different books, things you learned from different podcasts, things you learned from different coaching calls, whatever. You're going to have your own little database of all of the stuff you have learned. That way you can review it and you can pull from it. If you need um, to say something online, how nice would it be to have a database of all of the shit that you learned? <laughs> it becomes a very nice little content bank for you to pull ideas from. Okay. And you can credit the person because in your notes, you should be having like what it was, the podcast name, the person's name, what you learned, your takeaways, how it applies to your people. And you want to take the time to do those notes. A lot of people will listen to books or they'll listen to podcasts or they listen to stuff, but they never take the time to actually think about how am I going to apply this to my students? How am I going to apply this in my program? How am I going to apply this when I teach stuff on social media? How can I teach this to my people in a reel? How can I make this into a TikTok? You put that in all your little notes, okay? If you already have are an expert, you might not need to do that because you can just pull, you already know kind of what everybody says in your field and you've probably learned from like the biggest players in your area. You can just say online, go pick up your phone and tell them like, here's what so-and-so says about this. This is why I think it's so helpful or this is why I disagree. And you can just share your expertise you already have right? So we're either going to go consume content like a leader, take notes and share information, or we're going to share expertise and information we already know and we already have, right? Depending on if you're in group one or two. Does this make sense to you guys? And this way you're making content and growing your expertise at the same time. So you're making content, you're putting stuff out, you're getting new followers, you're getting experience posting on social media, and you're getting the skill of becoming a thought leader by listening to information, putting it through your own brain, thinking about how it applies to you, thinking about how it applies to other people, thinking about how you could teach it, right? And then teaching it with credit, right? Stealing with credit. <laughs> it's not really stealing, <laughs> but sharing with credit, right? On the platforms. Does this make sense to you guys? And then I wouldn't use your notes and like create a little note database. And I'll show you guys how I have in the, if you join the mastermind, you get mine, but you can make your own. It's just a database that you make with tags. Okay. And then that way you can reference those ideas in the future. If you ever wanted to write a book, you want to make your course, you want to do whatever, you can go back and pull all of your notes from all of the books you've read, all of the podcasts you've read, everything. And it should all be tagged with the subjects. You can just go subject by subject and look at all of your learning, your own takeaways. It's like the most important best thing you can do if you're going to be in this space as an educator. Okay. Let's see. 
Yeah, and eventually you want to you want to generate your own ideas, but for now just start by sharing other people's concepts, okay? Yeah, I already went over a lot of this. I think you guys are good. If you guys talk about an idea on Instagram stories or on TikTok or on Reels and you're like, "Oh, I was listening to this podcast with so and so." Tag that person, tag the podcast because they might share it and then that would be extra exposure for you. And then Let's see. Oh, I put some attention grabbing lines you guys can test out. No, I didn't. These ended up getting moved. I'm going to delete these out of here. That's what I was going to say. This is in a weird spot that's in the content planner, which we're going to go over next. So that's the, that's the first step. Now we're going to talk about, I have a few different ideas for like easy face to camera videos. Okay. The, my first idea would just be make that, that learning a, a process. So maybe in the morning you're going to walk the dog and listen to a podcast. That's mine. I walk the dog. I listen to the podcast. I do my notes. And then you can pick up your phone and share something that you just learned. That I think would be a great, great place for a lot of you to start. If you're like, I just have not been posting enough and I need to start posting, just start researching and learning and building expertise and whatever it is you want to be an expert in and sharing what you're learning as you're learning it on social media, on reels and on TikTok. And then the other thing I'll, I taught this in do less, make more too, but I think it's really a really, really great place to start is also documenting your own journey. So there's like consuming content and sharing what you're learning. And then there's literally documenting what you are doing on your journey. So if I want to help people start like, I don't know, cutting out processed food and eating whole food, I'm going to show what I'm doing, what I'm eating, how I do it, how I prep, how I cut things up, right? And start, you be your first client and start showing what you are doing on line, right? So if you wanna lose weight or you wanna start becoming more positive or you wanna help people with morning routines, you do it yourself and you show yourself doing it. You just document what you're doing and you make it into videos and show it and then give little pep talks. You can give, I call this like living and breakthrough. So it's like living in the process you are gonna be taking people through and showing them what it looks like online. Talking about how good you feel when you get up and you do your routine or how good you feel when you avoid sugar and you stick on your whole food plan or whatever it is you're doing. Share failures and how to recover from them. It doesn't all just have to be like, look at me, I'm doing it perfect. Be like, look, sometimes I go through the drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> This is what I do the next day when that happens. It's not the end of the world, right? We don't all need to pretend to be perfect. Everybody's pretty tired of that, I think. And then share things you're learning and thinking about, share results you've gotten. Just share like, I'm on this journey. I'm going to share it with you, right? So there's documenting your journey. I think that is a really good place to start. And then this last one I think is going to be very useful for you guys. So I want you guys to think about batching some face-to-camera Q&A videos, so this is my suggestion. You don't have to take me up on it, but I think you should try this. And then what I would suggest is like tweak it into something that's going to work really well for you. But once a week, I would just schedule a time where you're going to sit down and record a bunch of videos. So it's like every Tuesday on my lunch break, I'm going to sit in my car and record videos, right? And then have your email subscribers or social media followers ask you questions. Or if you don't have any people yet, pull a list of common questions from chat GPT. Just go in chat GPT and be like, Hey, I want to coach people about blah, blah, blah. What are common questions people have? And it'll give you questions. And then you just make videos answering them. So you hit record, 
you answer the question. You're like, hey, something I hear a lot from people is blah, 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 blah. Or when people first start doing whatever it is you're doing, they often have this question. Here's what I think. And just give them the answer. You just tell them the question and then tell them the answer. And you want to keep it under 90 seconds. And then you can record it. What I would suggest you guys do is record it and save it as a draft. It's a little bit of risky business because I have heard of people getting their drafts deleted where like they've made all these pre-recorded videos and their drafts get deleted or their account gets held and then they can't get in to get those videos they cut. So, you know, but I think it's probably worth the risk because it could save you, a, it would save you a lot of time because then you have all your, your videos already in the app. And then when you want to post later, you just go into your drafts and you add the music and the text and post and it would already be cut with you talking. And so that's would be my suggestion is to just record it in the app, save it as a draft, go back in and edit it later in the week. I would just make a time to, to record a bunch of Q&A. Like this is something people often ask. Here's the answer, right? Just read the question off of chat GPT. Like, hey, I'm going to be doing, I have, I have a bunch of questions and answers for you guys. Here you go, right? I would record them. I, like I'm saying, I would just do this once a week and record like five of them or seven of them. And then you have those and you'll have your B-roll. And then if you're inspired to share during the day or show what you're doing, that's like extra. And that's how you guys can start stacking where it's like you compose three, four or five times a day. And it's really not taking that much time because it's like, oh, well, I have the B-roll videos banked. I have all the Q&As of me talking. And then during the day, I'll just like give them a pep talk. I'll show them what I'm having for lunch and I'll do this. And it's like, you can start stacking these habits to build on top of each other, to be able to post more and more content without it feeling like the fucking universe is like crushing you. And it's so hard and we have to plan all this stuff, right? It's just kind of creating these little systems that make it easier for yourself. You're going to be more likely to post consistently. If you have a bunch of drafts cut, right? They're already there. We just put the music, we put the, the text, we post, that's it. Right. And then if I feel like it at the end of the day, or I feel like it on my lunch break, maybe I make another reel as a bonus, but those are just like extra, right? So hopefully that gives you guys some ideas of just like how you can start making these systems where it's not so overwhelming. And then I put some chat GPT prompts, like most of you guys are probably better at using chat GPT than I am at this point, but I just had it pull some like prompts for advanced questions, beginner questions. You want to think about what level are your people at, right? Tell it whatever, and just have it generate some prompts for you. You cut the video, I would cut the video one at a time, right? So I would answer, I would hit record, tell them the question, tell them the answer, hit end, hit record, tell them the answer. And then if you have it on your camera roll, you can import it into reels. You just make sure you're under 90 seconds or it's going to be too long. I would just do it all in one take. I wouldn't mess with editing it and all that stuff. You can do that stuff later on, but for right now, I want you guys to come up with systems where you can crank out content and it's not taking a long time. And to me, it's like, if we can cut out the editing where it's like, you just pick up your phone, you do the question and answer, that's it. You save it in draft. Later, you go back, you put the music, put that stuff in post or whatever. I think that will help you guys. So hopefully this will give you guys some ideas. So just to give you like a little rundown, there's the face to camera Q&A videos. There's the documenting your journey, just showing them your favorite tips, your favorite things that you do, how you get results, like literally you living what you teach and then documenting it and sharing it with them. 
and then you consuming expertise or sharing your own expertise. So you're either going to consume other people's expertise and share their expertise with them, or if you're already an expert in your field, you just share your expertise with them. Does this make sense to you guys? And these are all just like easy videos you can make. You can batch these too. If you want to batch, um, like, I don't know, like if you want to batch the, um, what you're learning, the educational ones, you could do five of those. You just sit down and if you listen to one podcast, it's like, okay, well, what are five takeaways I learned from the podcast? And then you record one for 90 seconds or save it in drafts. You hit record again. <laughs> 90 seconds. This is less than two minutes for each idea, right? So if you learn five new ideas on a podcast, that could easily be your content for the week. That could be five reels. There you go. And then we've got five of those. And then we post five B-rolls. That's two a day for the next five days we already have done. And then anything else we post is extra on top of that, right? And that's how you can start getting to three or four posts a day without it feeling like, oh, this is like the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Does this make sense to you guys? It might feel bad at first. Like I understand that, but over time it really will feel better. And if you have little systems like this, it's going to help you where you're like, I just listen to a podcast. I learn five things and I share five things. And then I put them in my drafts and I have five videos done. And I do that every Monday morning. That's like really what I want for you guys. So I made this super simple social media plan for the week. So I'll let you guys fill this out on your own. I want you to put how many posts you're going to post this week. I know it's social media week, but it is technically like a week and a half. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys time to catch up. So if anybody's coming in, you're not behind. I literally designed it so you guys could come in late if you want. So how many posts are you going to post between now and Sunday? And then I have an optional planner for you. Let me show you guys the planner I made. The planner is in here. And if you click these arrows, it'll open it as a full page. What I would do is I would just come in here and I would put your idea and then I would go new and I would do the next idea. I would just put the ideas like in this little title. And then what that will do, I would come up with as many ideas for posts as you can, like things you want to post this week. Okay. Maybe you have ideas for B-roll you want to shoot. Maybe you have Q and A's you want to do. Maybe you have whatever. And then what you can do is you can just drag them over here. <laughs> so you can like literally just put them on the days. And I have all of the days of the week here. You can just put them on the days of the week. Now, this is what I'm going to say about content planning. It's only useful if you're going to follow it. So if you already know so I don't do this because I already know if I plan out the content ahead of time, I'm not going to feel like posting it on that day and I'm going to end up posting something else. That means this is not a good use of my time to plan out my content. So if you already know you're not going to follow it and you are going to generate ideas on the day of, you don't need to plan ahead. If you know your brain is going to be confused, be overwhelmed, tell you you don't know what to post, plan it out ahead of time. And then the thought you use is like, I'm just going to post what's in my planner. Your brain's going to be like, I don't like it. It doesn't work. I don't want it. It's, I'm just going to post what's in the planner, right? That's the thought, right? It's not the content system that make the, makes the difference in posting or not. It's what you think. And the thoughts are like, I'm just going to follow my plan. I spent all that time planning it. I'm going to follow my plan. So if you know planning is going to help you, if you know having a plan will make you feel less overwhelmed, if you know you're going to get in the moment, if you don't have something up your sleeve to post, you're not going to do it use the planner. If you know you're going to spend a fuck ton of time filling this out and you're not going to follow it, don't do it. That's not a good use of time. 
Okay. So you only plan your posts to the extent it's useful for you. If you already know you're not going to do it, don't do it. <laughs> okay. That's the deal I'll make with you guys. So when are you going to record your, so you're going to say how, how many posts you're going to do and then fill out the planner if you want. And then you're going to say, when are you going to record your content and set an alarm on your phone? So you're either going to do it after work, before work, on your lunch break, on while we're waiting for coffee. Like, when are we making these posts? And then when are you going to post your content and set an alarm on your phone? So maybe every day at noon, I'm going to post something on my account. Like every day in the morning, I'll make drafts. Well, I don't know, before I go to work or maybe on Sunday night, I'm going to make a bunch of drafts for social media. And then every day at noon, I'm going to post. So how many times you're going to post? When are you going to record your content? When are you going to post the content after you make it? And just put that in your little schedule. And while you're building the habit, I would probably just try to get in a routine because a big part of this is getting in a routine and building the habits right? So I would just go ahead and set an alarm just for the next few weeks while we build these habits. Doesn't have to be that forever. And then I made a little belief planner for you guys. So my brain is going to try and tell me and then brain dump all of your little troll thoughts here, right? It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is a waste of time. This isn't going to work. I don't know enough about the algorithm. I don't know enough about Instagram. I don't, whatever it's going to tell you. All of the thoughts that are going to create the result of you posting less, right? I want my content to be really good. I don't want to waste my time. Those feel good to think, but they create the result of you posting less, taking longer to get the experience you need to get the results that you want. That's what it creates almost for every person that I've coached on it. I've, I can very, very rarely does that create anything useful for people over time. And then when your brain offers you these troll thoughts, we already know, like we already know they're coming, right? Brain dump them all out. When it offers you that, what are you going to remind yourself? And I want you to plan ahead of time. My brain is going to say this. And when it does that, I'm going to redirect it to these. And they need to be easy to believe, stuff you actually think is believable and useful. So a lot of times people will try to make these like these grand affirmations like I am a bajillionaire and everybody loves what I have to say. It's like if you don't think that's true, if it's not believable to you, it's not actually very useful for you to think that you're just kind of gaslighting yourself and lying to yourself. Right. And I'm always like your brain knows if you're bullshitting, like if your brain knows if you don't actually think that. So try to try to brainstorm something that's believable and useful. So when my brain is like everybody hates you and nobody likes you right? Which it loves. That's its favorite like troll thought is like, nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Nobody cares. <laughs> when it says that, like sometimes I can get my brain on board with like, oh, like people do care what I have to say and like whatever. But sometimes I'm like tired and sick and hungry, right? And it's harder to get our brain on board with believing the good thoughts. The troll thoughts are easier for us to believe a lot of times, right? So I have to have some easy to believe thoughts that I can pull out when I'm tired and hungry that I still believe even when I'm having a shit day and my brain is telling me trouble thoughts. And the way I do it is I'll be like, even though, even if nobody likes me, I still want to work on my business. Even if nobody likes me, I still want to try to help somebody today. I just want to see if I can post something useful. I'm still going to show up and see if I can help somebody. And that got me through a lot of really tough times posting on social media, right? I wasn't trying to say like, oh no, Faith, like people do like you. Like, 
because on certain days, I just can't get my brain to believe that, right? We all have those thoughts that we've thought a lot that are like ingrained up here, right? That we've thought a billion times. It's like our old favorite little stories. Like one of my coaches calls it like our wubby. It's like our old little like special suffering wubby where we're like, oh, nobody likes me. <laughs> we all have them. It's fine, right? But it's like, okay. But when that happens, what do I want to tell myself? Well, I want to tell myself like, look, even if nobody likes me, I still want to try to help. I still want to put good things on the internet. I still want to put something positive out in the world today. Even if nobody sees it, I still, I want to do my part in putting something good on social media today. And I've always loved that idea of like putting good things into the world and using social media as a way of putting more positivity in the world, right? And that was like my... I felt like my contribution, right? And it was like, I'm still going to make my contribution to try to add something good today. There's so many bad things on the news, so many bad things happening all the time. I'm going to still make my good contribution to the world, even if nobody likes me and it's a waste of time and whatever else your brain's telling you, right? So all of that to say, believable and useful, okay? Brainstorm and come here. And if you need help, put in the group. I will help you. The group will help you. Like we can help you come up with some believable thoughts, right? There's definitely things you can focus on that are believable and useful. And you get to decide where, what thoughts we give airtime to. You get to decide what you focus on. So you want to spend less time focusing on the troll thoughts and more thoughts, more times focusing on things that are believable and useful. If you don't follow your plan, it's not because you're confused about the strategy. It's not because you don't know enough. It's not because you need to research. It's created by your thinking. Inaction is created by your thinking. So usually it's not because people like actually don't know how to pose. Because if I gave you a million dollars, probably 99% of you could post something right now on your account. Right? So it's like not like we don't know how to post. The reason we're not posting is because we're thinking oh, I don't know if it's worth my time and I don't want to waste my time and I should research and I should this. It's those thoughts create inaction. And you just want to be on to yourself and paying attention to what's going on up here this week because that's the difference between following your plan or having a ton of drama or not doing anything is all in like what you're thinking. It has nothing to do with having the perfect content plan or having the perfect hashtags or learning the perfect thing. It's not that. The people that are posting are just thinking thoughts that make them post a lot of content. Most of the people you guys see winning on social media are outputting at an incredibly high level. They are outputting a lot of content and they are doing it by thinking thoughts that allow them to create a lot of content. That's it, right? For some people, the planning works. It's because they just think, I'm just going to follow my plan. I have it all planned out. I'm going to follow my plan. And they think those thoughts creates the result of them following their plan. Other people don't plan at all. And they just think the thought, I'll just post something. I'm going to have a good idea. I have lots of good things to say. And they think those types of thoughts and they're able to output at a high level. And so the difference between people that are outputting and people that are not is not like knowledge. It's not like um, having like the perfect algorithm plan. It's not that. It's just that they think thoughts that allow them to be a creator to be a thought leader, to think at a high level, to output at a high level. And they think thoughts that create those results where they can post videos day after day after day after day and always have things to say because they're thinking in their brain, I have lots of things to say. I know how to, I know how to do this, right? But you can start thinking that stuff now. Like think about yourself if you were posting at the rate you want to be posting at, if you were showing up the way you wanted to be showing up, what would you be thinking and start practicing those thoughts now? Feel them in your body. Thank them in your brain.
And then I also stuck, I stuck the content planner down here as well. It was like hidden behind that toggle, but it's also under this page right here for you guys. And it's like very simple. Anybody can build that. Probably you guys have seen it in Trello, whatever. You guys could also put the date on here if you wanted, but I was just making it super simple. Like brain dump all your ideas, put them on a day of the week. That's it. I wouldn't spend a lot more time than that planning content, to be honest with you guys. It's just not like you won't get the ROI from it. Like I think people think if they spend all this time like thinking about it and planning it and making it all perfect and doing their pillars that like that's going to get them some kind of crazy result. I'm telling you, the people that get results, they just they post a lot. They help their community. They make useful shit. They post they output at a high level. Like that's it. It's just like making things that are helpful for people. A lot of it. <laughs> Is that like the oversimplification? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to be back on Thursday and I want to talk about like how social media and how this all ties into like your bigger concept. And I can also maybe I'm going to do some bonus Q&As with you guys, but I want you guys before you ask me questions, I want you to post and try to solve them on your own. <laughs> okay, and then I'm like, and then if you're stuck, then I'll still help you. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. What do you guys think? Let's see. I have my mouse in the wrong spot. Let me see. Oh, there we go. Okay. This is like confusing me. That's what I got for you guys. So crank out those posts, get your raffle tickets. If you have any great content creators you love following that are great at doing hooks that do really simple, especially stuff with like low editing, like simple reels, post them in the Facebook group so other people can follow those accounts. Start looking at content like a leader, like thinking about what are they doing? Oh, like, oh, that was a good hook. Oh, that was a good outro. Oh, they're like promoting their freebie. Like start like filtering that stuff and consuming content. It's like the difference between consuming content as a creator versus like just a passive um, consumer. Does that make sense? So I want you to start thinking about using those platforms like a leader. And the way you use them like a leader is to learn how to share and how to be more impactful by watching people who are impactful and share a lot, right? And to start practicing sharing your content, practicing, like if you have expertise, start sharing your expertise, share the shit you know, like share what people know, share answers to questions, share whatever. And if you want to build your expertise, start doing that daily practice of reading a little bit or listening to podcasts, taking your notes, and then sharing those clips online. And that's going to help you get the information in your own brain and also to start getting practice teaching those concepts to other people. Um, and I think all of that'll be so good. And then if you want to batch a whole bunch of stuff, I think the easiest way is just have chat GPT pull 30 Q and a questions, just sit and answer those things. Most of you guys have a lot more expertise than you realize too, because you're going to be coaching people or helping people or selling products to people that are usually behind you on your journey. And I think a lot of times we forget what it feels like to be a beginner where you know nothing. So just remember what that's like and what kind of questions did you have when you were in that stage and what kind of account would you have wanted to follow and what would you have wanted to hear about and just make content for that past version of yourself. Most of us are helping people with problems we've already walked through. You've just got to take yourself back and remember like what it felt like when you knew nothing <laughs> and it was overwhelming and you didn't have the information you have now right and then just share stuff to help that person that's all this is right let it be very simple be very kind to yourself be very gracious with yourself every post counts 
right? And I don't care if it's like the most cringy, embarrassing, bad video in the world. It doesn't matter to me because I know that's the process, right? So I'm like, if you want to be great, you have to be willing to suck. You don't ever get to be great. You don't ever get to be at the top. You don't ever get to help a lot of people and be super impactful if you're not willing to be a beginner, if you're not willing to be bad at things, if you're not willing to um, grow and to learn by doing, you don't get to be great. You don't get the results that come with being great. You don't get the rewards, right? And so like I was talking about in the first night, it's like, are you willing to risk the worst case for the best case. It's like you don't get the best case without risking something. And for some of us, we have to risk time and money, but we also have to risk being embarrassed, putting things up and having people laugh at us, feeling cringy, feeling stupid, <laughs> feeling like, you know, and you can just think in your head, like someday I'm going to be really good at this. Right now I'm not. I'm willing to be a beginner. I'm just going to keep posting. As long as I keep posting, I will get better. Every post is making me better. Every post is helping me, right? I saw people post on, they were like, oh, I forgot, you know, the text cuts out or, oh, I forgot like this or, oh, next time I would do it this way. And I was like, that's so good. I was like, they're learning so much. And this is how you learn how to be good at posting, right? Because they were willing to just post something and then they saw on their feed, oh, it cut the text out or, oh, the music was too loud or, oh, it looked like this right? And that's what's going to help you. Like getting that experience is what's going to help you get the, the kind of presence you guys want, right? And it's like, you don't get to be powerful. You don't get to have the big following. You don't get to be impactful if you're not willing to start and just go through like the suck of it, right? And it's like the rite of passage way. We talk about in the mastermind, like talking to no one, like we've all done it, right? I used to talk online all the time. Nobody fucking listened to anything I had to say, right? It's it's the right of passage. We all start from zero. We all start from zero. Getting your first 100,000 followers are the, first, the hardest ones you'll ever get. It really is. Like everything speeds up at a certain point. But that first bit, it's like steep at the beginning. The climb is steep. You're learning a lot. You're learning new skills. You're having to learn how to post. You're building the habits of posting. And a lot of it is a lot more difficult than it will be if you keep this up. You want to think about where you want your business to be in a year. I don't want to teach this workshop next year and see everybody in the same fucking place. I want to see people coming back to this workshop being like, I did that last year when you did it. And now I have an account with 10,000 followers or I have this or I just did a launch using my Instagram account I made during the challenge and I made all this money. Like, that's what I want. Right. And we get there by putting these habits in place this week, and then you can use them to keep going, right? Building the habit of posting. It's not about getting really good fancy posts this week. It's about getting being the habit, getting in the habit of picking up your phone and posting something, picking up your phone and posting something, picking up your phone and posting something, just like going to the gym, right? Where it's not such a big struggle to get in your car and go to the gym because you just go there every day and you've been doing it for years and it's just automatic. It's just part of who you are and what you do. And that's what I want the social media to become. It's like a habit where it's just like, oh, I just post stuff every day. It's not a big deal. I don't have to plan it. I don't have to agonize over it. I just pick up my phone and I say things on the internet to try to help people. And I do it a few times a day. And that way it's sustainable so you can do it all year. So that way next year when we come back here, you can tell me how you've been posting all year and your account has grown and your business is in a completely different place. Having a social media account with a following can dramatically change like the opportunities you have in your life and your business. And that's just like the truth of what I see right now. I wouldn't be wasting my time doing this if I didn't think there was real leverage and opportunity here. Okay.
So for what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal to go to the gym every day when you have the habit. This I'm, I wish I could build the habit of going to the gym. Trust me, y'all. I get it. This stuff is not easy. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. I'm losing my voice, but I have a whole bunch of more things for you on Thursday. I'm going to try and schedule. I have one Q&A scheduled for the following week. I might also try to schedule a coaching call because I just feel like I want to talk to you guys on Zoom. I want to give you guys this information and I want you to go on your own. Okay. And I want you to like struggle and work through it. But if you need help, will you just post in the Facebook group? I will help you. I've blocked like extra time. Like even my team is even doing mastermind calls and stuff for me so I can spend extra time working on these trainings, working on like being in the Facebook group with you guys, doing mini trainings, doing that stuff. And so I want to help you like truly. So if you need help, post in the Facebook group and I'm going to try and answer as many of you as I can. And even if I don't answer, the community is amazing. So if you have a day where you're just like, I just can't make myself post, here's what's going on. Or every time I go to post, my brain keeps telling me this. And like, I just think it's really powerful, first of all, to normalize that stuff. Cause I guarantee you're not the fucking only one having those thoughts. Like we all have them. Right. And then I can also help you and give you some, just not that I'm like going to fix all your problems, but I can give you some things to think about. And I've helped a lot. I've coached a lot of people on this stuff, like hundreds. So I can give you some, I'm pretty good at guessing what people need. I can try to help get you some questions and get you unstuck. Okay. And then I'll try to also schedule some bonus. I'll try to, let me look at my calendar. I'm not going to say I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try and get a bonus Zoom call for you guys probably next week though. Mm, yeah, probably it's probably going to have to be next week, but I would really love to talk to you guys on Zoom. These these calls are really awesome and I really love them, but it's just not the same. I'm like, I really feel like I can really impact people when I talk to them on Zoom because I can hear exactly what's happening and we can explain it different ways. And it's just my favorite. So, okay. Thank you guys for being here. I love you guys. Share your breakthroughs in the chat to enter the giveaway. I'm going to have my team pick a winner to win a VIP ticket. Uh, what else? Enter the big outrageous giveaway. I'll be live Thursday at seven. Uh, I think that's it. Post your little butts off. I want to see like a thousand entries on that fucking giveaway. I'm serious. We're giving away a lot of stuff too. Like, and it's, and you're entering just by posting on your social media. So you're literally like getting prizes for growing your business, which is what you guys all said you wanted on the first night. So let's do it. I want to see, man, let's do a thousand. Let's do 2000. Like, let's just post. I just want to see lots of people entering that giveaway, lots of posting. Every video you post, it doesn't have to be an idea for me. I give you guys like the B-roll idea. I was giving you guys Q&A idea, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that. I don't care what they are. I just want you posting videos. <laughs> That's all I care about. I'm giving you some ideas, some easy places to get started, but you don't have to do it that way. You get to do it however you want. And the best ideas are when you take ideas from me or ideas you hear from other people and you make them your own. So maybe you don't want to do a Q&A video, but you're like, oh, but that gives me an idea of this series I could do, or it gives me an idea of, oh, I could do this instead. And like, those are going to be your best ideas for your, your business. I'm always like the, the best ideas for your business come from your brain, not my brain, your brain. Don't ever forget that. Okay. I will be here Thursday. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I'll talk to you later. Bye everybody.